0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's your boy, Johnny Bananas, and I'm going to be covering a brand new season of the Challenge USA on CBS that, of course, I will be completely dominating on my podcast, Death Taxes and Bananas on the Ringer Reality TV podcast. Head over to that feed and follow us on Spotify so you never miss an episode.
1: Hey, hey, my Eagle enthusiasts, this is Fairway and presented by FanDuel. Elevated events, majors, and more are coming up, and FanDuel is here to help you line up a win during the PGA Tour season. Check out live PGA Tour bets like longest drive, round leaders, matchups, birdie or better, And more, plus track every shot in the app and watch select par three holes while you place your bets. Download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official betting operator of the PGA Tour. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit theringer.com slash RG to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Quick disclaimer, you must be 21 years old and present in select states. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit theringer.com slash RG.
0: This episode is brought to you by Empower. You got money questions like, can I retire early? What are my best savings options? Can I afford to pay for my kid's education? Luckily, Empower has all the answers. With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you get clarity on your real-life financial goals. So join 18 million Americans and Empower what's next. Start today at empower.com. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client.
1: Hello friends and welcome to this golf podcast unlike any other. Oh yes my friends, how about a very special Ryder Cup edition of Fairway Rollin' Golf Podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. My birdie buddies, I am your starter, Joe House, joined by my incomparable accomplice, our PGA Tour correspondent, Boots on the Ground, Nathan Hubbard. Look, my Eagle enthusiasts, anytime we have the announcement of captain's picks rounding out the United States Ryder Cup team in advance of the competition. In Europe, we must have a reaction podcast. This is that show. A two-ball on a Tuesday for the Nate Dog and I. The pegs are on the ground, and we are off. Nate Dog, did
2: Captain Zach get it right? Let's get going. He listened to Fairway Roland, and he was highly convinced by the Sam Burns argument. And as I sit here and look at this roster, this is what we said, and I think he made the right call. House,
1: I um, enjoyed certain aspects of Captain Zach's all business performance today. No nonsense, no hoopla, no no uh, fireworks going off. Cut straight to the point, and he emphasized the combination of relationships and skill sets, and as we. We're sizing this up over the last five weeks, Nate Dogg. That is what we thought was the right kind of uh, of approach. The task force, the captain's committee has been shepherding this. The, the only misstep out of the committee, the task force, the entire year is poor Freddie Couples Kupp- putting his foot in his mouth, right?
2: By saying Cam Young was going to be on the team? Seems
1: like a mistake.
2: Yeah. I Look, things change, baby. And the truth is there are six spots where the captain doesn't get to pick. And if you want to represent your country, go play well enough to make it immovable. I mean, Wyndham Clark, Brian Harmon went out and grabbed tournaments from some other pretenders and they're on this team as a result. I mean, look, the most controversial picks here... There really are three, potentially. And if you're going to quibble, you're going to say, Ricky, Justin Thomas, and Sam Burns could have been replaced by any number of Keegan Bradley, Tony Finau, Lucas Glover, right?
0: That's the argument.
2: Yeah, so look, I get it. And let me tell you something that our friend Justin Ray, a frequent guest on this podcast, wrote today for the PGA Tours website. I mean, he pointed out that Scotty Scheffler is going to finish the season with an adjusted scoring average that is the seventh lowest in the history of the PGA Tour and the best by anyone not named Tiger Woods. He made bogey or worse on 10.73% of his holes all season long. That is the first time a player has been below 11% since Tiger in 2002. Now, House, Scotty Scheffler had two seconds and two wins this year amongst an entirely massive slate of top 10s. And you say, okay, well, it was the putting. Well, was it the putting? Because his approach putt performance, he was second on tour in approach putt performance. (laughs) But he was 177th inside of 10 feet. He was 160th from 10 to 15 feet. I mean, we saw this 130th from 20 to 25 feet. He was dead last in most of these playoff events. Our best guy has a glaring weakness, and he needs to be picked up. And you made that case uh, on Sunday that that he needed a birdie buddy. And that is Sam Burns. And so I just think that case in and of itself makes a hell of a lot of sense, especially when you compare them to somebody like Cam Young. Those guys, they they had a qualifier. It's called the Dell Match Play Championship. They went head to head in the final and Sam Burns won.
1: It was uh, really down to Cam Young and Sam Burns. That's where we landed. I'd like the argument put forth by a guy we've been tracking all season. Um, His Twitter feed has been terrific. Ron Close. uh, Twitter feed is at PGA Splits 101. I guess we call it the X feed. He argued for Cam Young on the basis that Cam Young is an elite driver of the golf ball and would be able to take advantage of carrying dog legs and, and bunkers And um, Ron pointed out, you know, uh, strokes uh, gained off the tee um, that over the last 18 rounds, he's gained an average of 1.29 strokes and that, you know, his career singles record in match play um, is is good. The other thing that Ron emphasized is that um, the bent grass greens at Marco Simone in Rome are something that Cam Young uh, performs well on, I just can't get over, and I, I look, I, I I respect quite a bit um, Ron's opinion on these matters. I can't get over the difference between the two of them putting. I mean, Sam Burns finished the year 11th, and Cam Young finished the year 145th, yes. and we need putters. I sat down and did the work of, you know, comparing our sort of top seven or eight against Their top seven or eight. Now, the best putter by strokes gain measurement on both teams is Xander, who finished the year fourth, Mm -hmm. and Max Homa finished the year seventh, and Sam Burns finished the year eleventh. That's pretty good. We like having that kind of firepower on the putting surfaces. But by contradistinction, Kyle Morikawa finished 111th, and Justin Thomas finished 137th, and Scotty Scheffler. Finished 150th. Yeah, so, those guys got to get paired up. And by the way, Jordan Spieth finished 80th. So yeah. that's not good. Look, no,
2: but uh, so then it's not uh, just a putting competition. It's you know, not obviously just a we putting acknowledge competition, that, but it isn't. And listen, it, it, so we got to shift the conversation to JT because that's the one that a lot of people are angry about. And you know, you're on line and seeing some people saying oh it's a boys club Well, first of all these are all boys it's a country club sport but (laughs) justin thomas the last time that we played in europe the guy who won four out of five possible points and our top point scorer was justin thomas and as zach johnson said in the press conference in a lot of ways this guy is the heart and soul of the team and you just can't leave him home. That was the calculation. If you're gonna say somebody else should have replaced him, you know, well, first of all, somebody said to me today, well, you know, he could have done that from the from a golf cart in in a captain's position, which is maybe true until you go look at the. I love me some me. You look at the way that he fired up Spieth. You gotta be on the course in the moment to make that happen. And. Yeah, th- Thomas sort of tipped his hand a little bit and said, these guys are all tired. They don't want to look at a golf course. I mean, John Rahm is at the U S open right now in a proud boys, Hawaiian shirt, like talking on TV. J- Justin Thomas has been grinding and, and working on his game. And I, I suspect as we're going to potentially find out in Napa, uh, getting a bit better. I, I, I agree with the pick. This is not who's the hottest golfer right now. This is, there is chemistry. It has driven the Europeans for years to win with guys like Ian Poulter and Luke Donald, guys who've never won Lee Westwood, guys who've never won majors but have outpointed our guys. And the, what every single captain of that squad on the European side has spoken to is chemistry, chemistry, chemistry. And th- th- that is what Justin Thomas is. So I, I totally support and agree with the pick. We needed it in light of. Of some of the auto qualifiers who deserve to be there. But I'm just not sure Brian Harmon and Wyndham Clark, uh, Wyndham Clark's first time in any of these competitions, and Scotty Scheffler, who, you know, is dealing with some putting demons and is not the most outspoken guy. I'm not sure those are the guys who are just gonna pick up and wave the flag. And in an event like this, you gotta have a flag waver.
1: Yeah, and and there are also, you know, the the principle of continuity here where you're leveraging the experience in, in in these um team competitions year mm-hmm. after year after year. And you want to grab this core group and have them, you know, we're not mixing and matching. We have a, a principled basis for uh you know trying to trot out a, a core eight, if 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 the play will will permit it. And that's the basis for for JT. I have absolutely no issue with it whatsoever. I haven't had any issue with it. And you must have JT if you have Jordan. So that's that's really to me w- what it comes down to. We only have three rookies on on the team, and two of those rookies have experience to draw upon. So uh, Brian Harmon hasn't played in in team competition, you know, of of, of uh, recently, but he's he 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 won uh, the U.S. Junior, which which you know that that's. That's one of those things where there's there's match play, you know, you have to win a whole slew of match play. so you understand that he's um in that I think his singles match play record is 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 pretty stellar. And then uh the homie Homa played in the President's Cup last year. so he has things yeah. to drop on. The only true rookie really is Wyndham Clark, but his yeah. um short game is is has been so uh, stellar and what he showed us at at the u s. Open. It looks like he could be paired with you know a lot of different folks, and his uh he he to me is is like the classy Cam Young, right? He he has that same attribute of being good off the tee, strokes gained off the tee, uh, and and you know with with his driving statistics, it's gonna make him be kind of malleable. I wouldn't be surprised to see him paired up with like Colin Morikawa, uh, perhaps, uh, you know. Wyndham's putting numbers are 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 good. He's thirty seventh, you know, strokes game putting. So you know maybe that balances out uh, a little bit. But we have you know a natural set of pairings, sort of right off the jump, right? I mean, JT and Jordan, uh, obviously. Xander and Patrick, obviously. Scotty and Sam Burns, obviously. You know, and and then whatever you want to do. um, What do you do with Max? It, it it could be Max and Colin. They have a great yeah, relationship. The
2: Cal connection. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. and th- and they like each other. You see them like you know on the on the putting range. They were next to each other. Uh, not the putting range. The, the 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 driving range. They're next to each other, and they they've been doing some like you know appearance stuff. I feel like there's some good chemistry there, and their ability yeah. to kind of rally each other. Brooks at this stage of his game, I, I I'd feel comfortable putting him with anybody. If you want to put Brooks with Wyndham Clark, I think that's, that's fine a by me. Right? Real
2: possibility. Yep. Some big bombers. Sure. Not
1: worried. Ricky's a glue guy. Ricky's the ultimate glue guy. Feels like Ricky could could play with anybody. Maybe Ricky and 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 Brian Harmon. You know Brian Harmon's going to go out there and 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 bulldog it. So yeah, I like the flexibility. It's clear that there are no chemistry issues. Right. We're not wondering about personalities and get-alongs and you know all that stuff. It didn't ultimately matter at Whistling Straits. Right. Whistling Straits. <laughs> Everybody got along just fine. We wondered yeah. about personality dynamics, Brooks and, 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 uh, Bryson and, you know, DJ, but DJ, uh, gets along with everybody. So, but just yeah, I basic mean, listen, sort of It, chemistry it was such questions.
2: an ass whooping that it sort yeah. of put all that drama aside. But uh, listen, I, I still think if you inject truth serum into Brooks, he's not that fired up about hanging out with Bryson DeChambeau and he's not too disappointed that he's not on this team, but this is the right pick. I I understand it's a little weird to me. I mean, Tony Finau, <laughs> Tony Finau is sitting at home right now. I think he understands the, the the rationale, but I mean, the guy had two wins this season, five top tens, thirteen top twenty fives. You know, I he, he was he was not. And now listen, I I get his wins. Houston Open and Mexico weren't the biggest, and and he wasn't great in the majors this year. He wasn't great in the playoffs, so I, I. That's why he's sitting at home. He's a big bomber. I just do think he p- sort of plays the role on the team that a Wyndham Clark might play.
1: I. I. I think the only guy, uh, and he did put out, you know, a statement that that's truly disappointed. No, I mean, I, I, I'm not suggesting that the other guys that didn't make it um, are Keegan. not truly disappointed. Is Keegan, yes. And I feel the, for Keegan. The Keegan point is to me. The following, if Brian Harmon had not won the open championship, I Keegan's think Keegan it. that Keegan might have had that spot. Now, Brian Harmon over the course of the year would have performed well enough and had, you know, um I, th- I think like would have been for sure in the in the in the top 12, even if he hadn't won the open yeah. championship. But, you know, Keegan would have been able to distinguish himself in his arguments. He tried um with with the experience that he brings to the table and pl- and being that sort of wise head and maybe a a calming influence the problem for Keegan is he had one top 10 after march yeah and that top 10 was the win that he had at the travelers and yep. you cannot 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 well tour championship circ- doesn't count but he was t- well, nine, but- and but no, no, right uh, up to the tour championship, and the yeah. lingering impression of the tour championship was the Sunday seventy-three. Yes. That's the issue, right? That's yes. the thing. If you're going to make a form argument, and and you know, you're you're he could have played better at Olympia Fields, and he got close at East Lake. He did catch our attention enough to to have us sixty-three sort of,
2: on Thursday. We eyebrows were up. We were
1: musing, okay, well, look if Keegan's in then who's out right who who's who's Keegan bumping? And the answer would have been Sam Burns, but ultimately, you know the the thing that we just sort of discovered over the last handful of days was the powerful connection between Sam Burns and Scotty, and because of how low Scotty clearly ended up season wise by virtue of that that the the putter just, uh, abandoning him. We, we needed, yeah. it's exactly what you said. We need a, a birdie buddy for Scotty Scheffler to give us our best chance. Right.
2: Yeah, yeah. And, and so I, I don't have any problems with this team. I think it's the right team
0: to take. This episode is brought to you by Lulu lemon guys. If you're ready for a new pair of pants, try one of Lulu lemons, ABC pants. They're made to make you look and feel good. ABC Pants are really in a league of their own. Buy a pair right now at lululemon.com. And you know, secretly
2: house, there's a hell of a lot more drama on the European side around who they're going to take. Because I think, I mean, you tell me, I think these guys are locks. Rom, Rory, Victor, Fleetwood, Terrell Hatton, Matt Fitzpatrick, And then I think Justin Rose and Sepp Straka are locks. I think you got to take them based on their performance this year. They each got nine. So that's eight. 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 Okay. Eight guys who I think are probably locks. But then you got this whole list of people. If it's really about chemistry and if you can take a live guy who didn't qualify for points, is there any chance at all that Luke Donald thinks about Sergio Garcia or. Thomas Peters or Lee Westwood? Probably not, because in front of those guys, you've got just this cornucopia of could-be's. You got Bobby Mack, who is third on qualifying points, almost won that Scottish Open. You got Shane Lowry. Didn't make the playoffs. A lot like Justin Thomas, right? Heart and soul of a team. He's Lots in. of passion and fire. He's a lot. Okay. Shane Lowry's I mean, in. I'm okay, telling you he's in. because Yannick Paul is sitting there fourth in points. Adrian Maronk won at Marco Simone earlier this year. Ludwig Eberg is playing this week with the assistant captains, including Eduardo Molinari, in the DP World Tour event, the last chance to show off before you get picked on Monday. You know, there, there's a Victor Perez. Like There is this group, the Hogard brothers. Like There's this sort of panoply of dudes. I just don't know. It, it, let me tell you this. Not one of those guys, except Ludwig Aberg, scares me the way if I was if I was uh, Luke Donald, I'd been terrified of Justin Thomas.
1: I think uh, of the names that you've discussed thus thus far. If Shane yeah. Lowry is ninth, then I have um, both Moronk and uh, Aberg making it. So there there's eleven, and then you okay. get to choose you know what you want to do with Robert McIntyre, Matt Wallace, whatever down the line um there you don't have to mess around with the live guys but you have to take the guy that wanted marco simone i think I'm you sure do you, have, you kind of think you have to and he also i think adrian moran quietly had a pretty great um record over the course of the season in majors and you know
2: and no, no doubt i mean listen, distinguished he, he, himself pretty pretty well uh he he absolutely did i mean he in terms of the qualifying points he's he's fifth but let me ask you this will they consider a live guy who would be whose
1: resume over this 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 past year is um, good enough to warrant the consideration?
2: Thomas Peters, maybe.
1: Is he a needle mover for that team?
2: Is he I mean, Is he a chemistry guy with these guys? he He, he did uh, he did lead the point scoring for Europe at Hazeltine in 2016.
1: So Rory will remember that. John Rahm will remember that. Uh, Tommy Fleetwood will remember that. Tyrrell Hatton will remember that. And it's a question of like, you know, it, will, will, would Luke Donald deploy the same kind of sensibility, which is you're looking mm-hmm. for relationships, you're looking for connections, you're looking for, you know, potential combinations. Who's Thomas Peters playing with? On this
2: list, I I I think that's the question. I, I, if you're, maybe you go Nikolai Hogard and pair him with Ludwig Aberg, and you just, but you're you are throwing out. If you don't draft one of those lift guy live guys, you are really turning over a new page in Ryder Cup history. I mean, Rom was vocal a few months ago about you know his disappointment at not having Sergio participate. Pretty clear that the guys who auto qualified had something to say. Well, Spieth didn't auto qualify, but the guys who were locks had something to say about who filled out the rest of the roster on the US side. You wonder if if these guys will, will do the same. It will be interesting. And I think probably wise to turn the page, given that Thomas Peters, Sergio Garcia, Lee Westwood are not Brooks Kepka. <laughs> right? That's they're right. Not, they're not, they're not, they don't have potentially six more majors in front of them the way that Brooks Kepka does right now. If, if, if you believe the eye test from the last 6 months.
1: Well, I I do have a confession to make as we wrap up our uh, immediate reaction here to these teams and we'll be paying close attention as the Euro team gets finalized. We'll have a chance to discuss that here on the fairway rolling. But we'll also get a lot more information about how the how Marco Simone, you know, is, is it comes into, into shape. I I played it. I mean, it. from you,
2: you were there. Well, I played it on
1: August the fifteenth, and I think like every week the maturation of that whole thing, Setup. plus yeah. you know whatever weather there that is going on there. Like, we'll we'll have more information, but the confession I have to make to you, Nate Dog, is is I bet on the Euros, and I got them at plus one forty five. They're available wow. on the FanDuel Sportsbook right now at plus one forty. I'm probably going to bet them a couple more times over the course of this as 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 the information kind of sharpens and and, and dovetails um I, wow. I just I just think ultimately um wow. it, it's going to fit the 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 ball striking I really just what we saw out of Hovland and watching poor Colin Morikawa and poor Scotty Scheffler but this is it's an ultimate recency bias kind of wager except for i did it before yeah, i the tour, understand
2: it before yeah. the
1: tour championship I, I i put it in i just wanted to have a little action because the thing that this golf course is not like anything that these guys play ever it's just not that kind of golf course that that's that you find on pga tour or in the majors i i guess it's kind of akin to what you might find in a u.s open kind of setup but not really um, it is a thick thatchet of lost ball, uh, gnarly Taylor Swift hair immediately off the, the, the yeah. fairway. I'm rubbing
2: off uh, and- on you, buddy. <laughs> and ah,
1: you're paying attention. You're learning. <laughs> yeah. You know, cultural phenomenon. How could I, I not Come on it. bro? I'm qu- Closet Swiftie <laughs> yes. over here, but, uh, yeah, we'll we'll see as it goes along. I might have um, some regrets. I just wanted to get it out there. Which way I'm kind of leaning based on Look, what, we, I'm what we're seeing so far. I, yeah. the,
2: the, I'm terrified. Our, the fact that Scotty Scheffler played this well over the course of the season, and again, Justin Ray helps to contextualize it, and didn't get the wins is it's just we don't have Tiger Woods with his hands around the throat of a tournament in this cor- Again, I think the biggest killers. I, You'd feel the best right now about Brooks Kepka and I guess maybe Xander and maybe Max because of the way that he played at the President's Cup. Other than that, you go, hey, Brian Harmon, Wyndham Clark, two really impressive wins. Uh, you know, Wyndham won twice this year, but uh, you're not like that guy. That guy will go win a golf tournament for me when he's in position.
1: Yeah, that's right. Well, it will be fun to consider to keep talking about the Euro team will come out. We'll have a conversation around that. Taking a little bit of a break here on the fairway roll, and just the same way that the PGA Tour itself is giving its members all of what a week and a half, two weeks before <laughs> yeah. the first event of of the fall. <laughs> Back to uh, the
2: Cabernet, the Cabernet, and the Chardonnay in Napa.
1: Yeah, there's no no finer way to kick off uh, a a PGA Tour. Season than with, uh some know of I'll be there. Napa's best, yes, and I'm looking forward to the pictures. It's an annual Hubbard tradition, the Hubbard dinner. Everybody looks forward to it. Uh, my eagle enthusiasts, my par-saving pals. Little break here on the fairway, fairway, rolling, but we will be back, coincident with the arrival of the Fortinet and the new season, and a little more information around how these Ryder Cup prospects are playing out for both teams. I hope everybody you have a great long weekend coming up—the Labor Day weekend. Lots of opportunity all over this great land of ours, or if you're abroad, to throw a peg in the bre- in the ground. If you're able to do so, please let's head straight up. There.